Good morning. Today is Tuesday, June 15th, 2021. What I want to share with you this morning, I heard from a friend, Ted Shipper. We were discussing the Parsha, and this is an insight that he had into this week's Parsha. I think it's extremely valuable, and I think all of us can learn an important lesson from it. And the subject concerns the role of Aharon in the narrative of hitting the rock instead of speaking to the rock. So let me read a little bit from the Parsha this week. God speaks to Moshe. So let's pay attention to where Moshe's name is mentioned and where Aharon's name is mentioned. That's going to be relevant to what we want to discuss. So God says to Moshe, take the staff. So it's Moshe's staff, and God tells Moshe to take it. And you and Aharon, your brother, well, first of all, we know Aharon is his brother. I'm not sure why the Torah has to tell us that it's his brother right here. I mean, we've gotten through four-fifths of the Torah already. I think pretty much everybody knows that Aharon is his brother. But you and Aharon gather the people together around this rock and speak to the rock. And Moshe takes the staff. And says to them, Listen, you rebellious people. Vayomer is singular. So the words where uh, the Jewish people are being uh, criticized and 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 accused of being rebellious people. Those are the words of Moshe alone. Then Vayarem Moshe es yado. Moshe raises his hand that's holding the staff. Vayach es and he hits the stone. Vayomer Hashem el Moshe vel Aaron, and God says to Moshe and Aharon. Yan lohemantem bi lahagdisheni laene bene Israel, because you did not sanctify me in the presence of the Jewish people. Lochain lo saviu el sakahol haze el haaretz, therefore you will not be able to bring the Jewish people into the land of Israel. Let me ask two questions. Number one. What Moshe did wrong, there are different opinions about that. We discussed some of it yesterday. Maybe because he hit instead of speaking. Maybe because he called them rebellious. But question number one. So, okay, if Moshe did something wrong, and Moshe is the actor here, Moshe is held accountable by God. Why was Aharon punished? What did Aharon do? Aharon didn't do anything. He did nothing wrong. And the second question is, what is Aharon doing there? It follows from the first question. If in fact there is no role for Aharon, because the people complained to Moshe, God told Moshe to take the staff, God told them, why did God tell Moshe and Aharon to gather the people? But Aaron is not going to play any role because once the people are gathered, it is Moshe takes the staff. It is Moshe who speaks harshly to the people. It's Moshe who hits the rock instead of speaking to it. 
So, number one, what did Aaron do wrong? And number two, why is he there to begin with? Why is he part of this whole thing? Why in the world should Aaron be punished? What role did he play? What did he not live up to? Moshe and Aaron are the two closest brothers in the entire Torah. They loved each other. They supported each other. They worked together their entire lives. And the closeness between them is exemplified by the fact that throughout the Torah, when God calls both of them, most of the time God says Moshe Aaron, Moshe and Aaron, but also sometimes God says Aaron Moshe. And our rabbis point out, sometimes Moshe is first, sometimes Aaron is first, to show that there was no jealousy between them. There was no ego. There was no rivalry between them. The closest brothers in the entire Torah. And as such, Moshe and Aharon represent the complete opposite of the first set of brothers, Cain and Hevel, Cain and Abel, where the Torah says, Cain was very angry at his brother Hevel, Cain murdered his brother Hevel. God says to Cain, A Hevel Achicha, where is your brother Hevel? Listen carefully to the response, which you know it's very famous. And Cain says to God, keep in mind, God doesn't have to ask where Hevel is. Remember, God knows where Hevel is. So if you're going to give an answer to God, it had better be a true answer and it had better be a good answer. Vayomer Cain says, Lo yadati, I don't know. So the first thing Cain does is he lies. It's not a very good way to start off. I don't know. Which we, know, which we know is a lie, which God knows is a lie. Lo yadati, I don't know. Then he adds the famous following words. Hashomer achi anochi, am I my brother's keeper? So that's a rhetorical question. Why should I know where he is? I, I don't know where he is. Lie. But, and why should I know where he is? Am I my brother's keeper? Now, we who are reading the Torah, we understand that Cain is making a big mistake. Number one, lying to God. Number two, assuming Cain, in his mind, thinks there's nothing wrong with the assumption that I should not be my brother's keeper. Listen to the words of the Radak, who expands on Cain's answer. What Cain was really saying to God, explains the Radak, He goes to his work. I go to my work. I should have to go with him wherever he goes. 
He's taking his flocks to pasture. I've got to go with him to know where he is. I'm busy with my stuff. Cain thought it was obvious that he should not care or know where his brother was. Of course, yes, it is a rhetorical question because we reading it understand that from God's point of view, it is a rhetorical question. Yes, of course you should know where your brother is. Of course. So what if you have a job and he has a job? But of course you should be concerned about where he is. And in this understanding, there is a straight line through history from Cain and Hevel, the worst pair of brothers, to Moshe and Aaron, the best. A straight line. One end of the spectrum to the opposite end of the spectrum. Moshe and Aaron at all times knew where each other were. They loved each other. They supported each other. There was no enmity between them. Of course, the answer to their question, Hashomer Ochi am I my brother's keeper? Of course I am my brother's keeper. It could not possibly be any other way for Moshe and Aaron. But there's a deeper meaning to this phrase of Shomer Ochi. And I've shared this idea with you in other contexts before. The word Shomer, Shomar, to protect, does not just mean to be aware. It means to protect, to guard from doing wrong. We, we describe a person who is Shomer Shabbat. Shomer Shabbat does not mean a person who's aware that Saturday is Shabbos. Doesn't, uh, you know, a lot of people are aware that Saturday is Shabbos. Shomer Shabbat means that a person guards Shabbat. A person protects it. A person elevates it into a day of holiness, making sure nothing goes wrong on that day. That's what the term Shomer Shabbat means. The people complained to Moshe. They didn't complain to Aaron. Why did they complain to Moshe and Aaron? That makes perfect sense. Because God spoke to Moshe. So the people went to Moshe to complain. If something's wrong, you go to the person that you think is in charge. God speaks to Moshe and says, take Aaron. Take Aaron and gather the people. But he doesn't do anything. Exactly. The reason Aharon was there was to be a brother to Moshe. He was to be a Shomer Ach. Aharon should have stepped in and whispered in Moshe's ears. Don't yell. Stay calm. You know that you've already done this before. You know God is giving you the instructions of how to be able to solve this problem. And Aaron, who was so beloved to Moshe, could have whispered it in his ear gently, in a private way, in a way that Moshe would have been able to hear it. 
and accept it constructively with love. Do you know who really loves you? The one who will tell you your faults in private. That's why Aharon was there. God commanded that Aharon be there so that, not so that he should do anything public, so that he should be a brother to Moshe, so that he should be able to calmly and gently and with love keep Moshe on the right path. So he should be able to fulfill, Hashomer ach anochi, am I my brother's guardian? Yes, yes. And this is the moment when Moshe really needs someone that he knows loves him to whisper in his ear, Moshe, not this way, not right now. Do it the other way. You can handle this calmly. But unfortunately, at that moment, Aharon was silent. At that, moment, at that moment, Aaron was not a Shomer Ach, one who protects his brother. I don't know why. Maybe it is for the same reason that Moshe lost control that we discussed yesterday. Because remember, Aaron also was grieving for the loss of his sister Miriam. Certainly it affected him tremendously. Maybe that's why he didn't have the wherewithal to attend to assisting Moshe at that moment. God was disappointed in Moshe for whichever of the reasons you accept that we discussed. God was also disappointed in Aharon for being silent, for at the crucial moment not being a Shomer Ach, one who looks out for, but not just looks out for, protects and guards his brother. There's a famous verse in Tehillim. We're all familiar with this, a beautiful verse. Tehillim Kuflamet Gimel, Psalm 137. How beautiful and good it is when brothers and sisters live in harmony biological brothers and sisters and figurative brothers and sisters, how beautiful it is to dwell together in harmony. Now, the truth is that's a quite high goal and we have a long way to go just to reach that, but that's not enough. That's a good step, but that's not enough. We have to also be a Shomer Ach. We have to also guard and protect and be willing to say something privately with love in my brother's ear or my sister's ear to say, my brother, my sister, with love. That's not the path. This is the path. All his life, Aharon did that for Moshe and Moshe did it for Aaron. And the three of them did it for each other. Except for this time. Aaron did not live up to that. And this is a tremendously important and practical lesson for every single one of us. This is what we need to do for each other. For those we love, 
for those who are relying on us, whether they realize it or not, they are relying on us to keep them up to the best part of themselves and to be able to do so in the only way that they will be able to hear it, quietly and with love. My friends, I want to wish you a wonderful day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.